What's happening, guys? Pete back with you for an all-new edition of the Music Box Key Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. On today's episode, we're continuing our countdown to Summit Indie Fest happening September 30th at the Book and Bar in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, interviewing another band uh, from the Granite State. Uh, they're called Catwolf. Uh, so they're a trio based out of Conway, New Hampshire, to be more specific. Um, it's kind of hard to like to describe like their sound, but it's sort of sweet and heavy soulful rock, as they sort of put it. Um, when chatting with them a few weeks ago, but they're, they were delightful to have on. And I just love that they sort of go about things differently. And we talked about their uh, musical influences, their creative process, how the band formed. But I thought it was sort of the one question which I sort of always ask, you know, in the history of doing this podcast, is what genre they usually fall under. And sometimes a little bit iffy of asking that question sometimes because it's sort of most bands don't like classifying themselves. And that's okay. But, you know, I think with um, Catwolf in particular, they have something very, and it just fits in with the vibe of Summit Indie Fest. They have something different that sort of throws them out, just with all the other bands they've had in the past. They've always had that one band that sort of stands out immensely from the pack. And I think Catwolf is definitely one of those bands that just sort of has that little extra spark. And then just sort of that little, you know, unknown edge that sort of, you know, sort of it catches you off guard. But you sort of, you, you fall into it uh, regardless. So, uh, we talked about that. Um, the creative process and how they go about creating music in the first place. I thought it was very interesting, and just sort of everything about them was just, it was just so awe-inspiring, just hearing them describe themselves, it, it really just makes you wonder, like, what else do they have up their musical sleeve, um, and we also chat about what they like to do for fun away from making music as well, too, so it was just sort of fun to sort of, you know, um, uh, congregate all our heads together and just sort of, you know, find out what, what is it that sort of, you know, uh, elevates them from the rest of the pack. I just thought that was so interesting. So without further ado, here's my interview with Catwolf. Okay, Music Box Pete here on uh, with one of the many bands and this uh, lead up coverage to Summit Indie Fest happening September 30th at the Book and Bar Ports with New Hampshire. Uh, interviewing uh, one of the bands they'll be playing there. Uh, here, here today to talk about um, all things music, their creative process, musical influences and all that. I'd like to welcome on the members of Catwolf. Welcome. Thank you for coming on. Thanks. Hi. Awesome. So um, uh, just that easy questions out of the way first, just give us your names and roles in the band. My name is Moselle Spiller, and I play drums. And I am Moa Hedegaard, and I play the bass and do some backup vocals. I am Kat Wolf, and the lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter. Okay, so um, let's go back to the beginning and talk about the formation of Cat Wolf and uh, how you all met. Um, well, about two years ago now, in 2020, um, the pandemic happened and it led all of us to move to Conway, New Hampshire. And um, Moselle and I joined a group of friends at Fire Spinning. And then our friend um, shared with both of us about our our musical love and talent. And we'd been doing solo events at the time. So we started jamming together and it was really fun. And then a few months later, we met Moa at a horseshoe tournament. And it was awesome and invited her to come jam with us and we just loved it. So we wanted to keep playing together and we've been writing music and 
starting to gig and play in new locations, which has been really fun. Okay, so um, uh, talk a little bit about um, some of your uh, musical influences that uh, shape the sound of the band. So uh, maybe you can all take turns and talk about some of the musical influences that shape the sound of the band. Hmm. Well, um, my influences as a drummer come from early rock and roll. I learned to play drums listening to Chuck Berry and Little Richard and Bo Diddley and early girl groups like the Ronettes. And for many years, I was in a duo, um, just drums and guitar, and compared to the White Stripes a bit. And so when um, I started playing with Cat and we were a duo, I was already very um, I don't, in tune as a duo drummer. So I um, can follow a guitarist very intuitively. Um, being in a three-piece is a little different. Um, we play more as like a circle. But um, yeah, those are my influences as a drummer. I like to say every song I've ever heard has influenced my music and songwriting and just listening to what's coming up for me and playing around rhythmically on any instrument. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that that's true for Kat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for me, um, I'd say my bass playing is quite influenced um, from my early days of learning bass, I played a lot of jazz bass um, when I started playing. Um, so definitely some influences in that and the bass lines I create, but I really um, love like funk bass, but also uh, alternative rock. So um, I get a lot of influences from that when I play which can get a little wonky sometimes, but it's fun. It's all fun. <laughs> um, talk a little bit about um, your creative process, because um, I, I ask this question, uh, bands that come in here all, all the time, um, and all of them have different creative processes that work exclusively for them, but how does it usually work for, for all of, um, all three of you, as uh, how, how it goes about uh, writing music? Um, I'm always writing music. There's like layers of songs that are just in my atmosphere at all times. And so um, when it's the right time, depending on what we're forming and where our energy's at, I I like to bring in the new songs and some lyrics and some rhythm guitar. And everyone brings their special craft to the song. And then we orient it around what it feels like as a whole together. Um, take me behind uh, some of uh, your live performances and sort of the energy that you try to transcribe because some a lot of times, sometimes it's difficult to take the energy that you capture on record and translate it into a live setting. Um, talk about how you're able to capture that same magic that you had in the studio and present it on, on stage for the audience. Mm. I, I'd like to say that I think um, we were 
a live band first and had to figure out how to translate the how to how to become a recording artist as a band um so we um it's more for, i think more for us about how do we get what we do live in a recording um we started our, our band during the pandemic and we would l basically learn our songs in front of people in little house parties and dinner parties to small groups of people and so we've really been creative in a live setting from from the beginning um I think our first album was almost like a live album. And then our second album is a little more refined and we learned how to add more in the studio than we would have necessarily been able to pull off live. So it'll be interesting to see where we go with the third album. Um, how would you uh, describe your sound uh, to those who aren't familiar with you? Obviously, there'll be a lot of people at, at Summit Indie Fest who will have never seen you before, but how would you go about uh, describing yourself sort of uh, genre-wise or, or just musically in general to those who aren't familiar with you? Mm -hmm. Well, we've played around with different ways of describing it, and it's very difficult, <laughs> but we, we like this, the phrase, uh, sweet and heavy soulful rock. Um, I think if you were to give us a very general category, we would be like indie, indie rock, if you were looking us up on Spotify or something. Um, but we all have so many influences from different eras and decades. Um, it's really a big melding pot of all of our personal touches. Um, we play whatever we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what we are. <laughs> exactly. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> um, now, uh, your latest album is uh, uh, released back in May called Woohoo's and Go-Go Boots. Um, so um, talk about the recording process uh, behind that and how that whole effort came together. So we record live. Um, <laughs> our first album was us in the studio in Sweden, um, pressing the button and playing our songs. And then we added in a few layers after that. And then this new album, we recorded a year after that. So after getting the chance to hear what our recorded sound was like, we went to Mojo Music Studio around Franconia um, with a really awesome person, Anthony Simino. And he joined in our our team energy and our team effort to make this album and was really fluid and letting us do our takes and um create the layers and he had some cool equipment so we got to add in like a different mic sound in our song i've got a soul give it like a radio talking feel and then they, he had a wurlitzer so we added the wurlitzer sound and it gave us an opportunity to layer in um, some instrumental sounds and woo, that you may not hear in our live performance. Um, uh, what is your uh, favorite song off the album that is uh, your, your most favorite and just one that's uh, really representative of the album? Mm 
Who wants to I go? Like, <laughs> I like them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's a good question. I, I can go. I, I think my favorite off um Woohoo's and Go Go Boots is I've Got a Soul. It's just yeah, that song holds a special place in my heart. It's such a journey of what it's become as it was really fun to create and yeah probably my favorite that or like a couple of others but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah I think um a song that sort of surprised us in the recording process that came out shining was uh, Big Bowl of Sunshine um we didn't really have an idea of what we what would be like the single going into that album I at least I didn't and after the um the album was recorded and we were trying to think of a song to submit to our local radio contest they do a song of the year um contest for all the local bands and we had to choose what we thought was like our single our most catchy song and um we decided on Big Bowl of Sunshine um I think that was sort of like a, a surprise how well it came out I really like the groove another human being um I feel like it can reach a lot of people and has a nice sound and also birds and the bees is catchy um the other one I want to mention was we're gonna die which um I feel like stands out it's got a powerful rhythm and message. Okay, great. And uh, the main reason why you're on here is, of course, one of the many performers at Summit Indie Fest happening September 30th at the Book and Bar in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Uh, just uh, talk about how much you're looking forward to the festival and uh, what uh, fans can expect. Hmm. I think fans can expect um, uh, a very passionate, fully engaged performance. Um, we are so excited to finally be playing in Portsmouth. Um, we've been uh, looking forward to this for a long time and it's also the kickoff for a mini tour. So um, from there we do a whole week of shows to Canada and back. So this is sort of like a big kickoff show as well for us. Mm -hmm. I'll be getting to play in my hometown, which is really exciting because we haven't been able to play a show there. So our first show in Portsmouth, um, inviting out family and friends that I grew up with. And yeah, feeling that really fun energy to get to bring um, to where I grew up, our cat wolf energy. It's going to be cool. And like Moselle was saying, we're releasing a new song at this at this time so it'll be the kickoff to our new song beast charmer and this tour we're going on yeah um super excited i think it's our first official festival right i think because that's pretty exciting if it is we're playing anyway, i'm pretty excited about it anyway. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, sorry. I forgot about that. Sorry. Sorry. Growing our schedule. But... <laughs> yeah, that's a growing part of, of our, our gigging. Yeah. So super excited to be down there. It's a beautiful place. So very stoked. Very stoked. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be fabulous for sure. Um, uh, besides music, uh, when you are recording, playing together, uh, what are we most likely to find you doing in your spare time? Sort of a, away from the band and all that. Um, I, I have a, my own business. I um, have a kombucha company. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I work as a mountain guide here in the White Mountain Valley. Um, so I'll be out climbing or hiking or whatever else uh, that people want to do. Summer feels like swimming and biking. And um, I like to do some farming when I'm in a space that I can do that. And interested to be doing some travel with the band and to new locations. And I am running the behind the scenes of the band. So managing and booking and new fun merch and getting our vinyls ready and yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, uh, what what are uh, some of your um... What is the band going to be up to uh, after Summit Indie Fest? What are sort of the plans? I know you mentioned the tour and all that, but uh, what else uh, is coming up band-wise between now and the uh, rest of the year? Before the fest, we have um, a few shows. We're playing Ebenezer's Belgian Beer Festival for the third time. So they've really enjoyed having us there, and we've gotten to see reoccurring people over the years that are excited that we're back and we have lots of new music to share it's be great to be in that community again and then we're playing the homie collective festival for the first time which is really great excited for that and um rochester new hampshire has a, a summer series that they invited us to be a part of so we've been growing into um, local summer series, festivals. We're excited to keep growing in those scenes and also interested in reaching the college scene because they're not at any of these other shows that we're performing. So it'd be nice to come and meet them where they're at. Absolutely. Um, how can our fans find out more info about you online? Cat Wolf Love. That's our website, Instagram, Facebook. We're putting all the details there to get people involved and excited. And we really want people to come to shows because that's where our energy is. And it's an amazing experience. And it's been really beautiful to see what people give back to us after a performance. And we love it. And your music's out on all the uh, streaming services as well. Okay. All those great places. We have vinyls and CDs. We've got fun bucket hats and t-shirts and stickers. 
All right. And uh, we've uh, reached the last question here. Uh, what is one thing that people should know about the band? Come see a show. I was gonna say, that's a good question. What should people know? Yeah. <laughs> we can't be described. You must come experience. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it was uh, great to have you on, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you at Summit Indie Fest. Should be a great time. But uh, thanks for coming on. And do this. Appreciate it. Thanks. I'd say it's the fun you didn't know you could have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so come, come join us. Yeah. All right. Thanks again for coming on. It was, it was great seeing you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Pete. Yep. Take care. Have a good one. Bye. Thanks once again to the delightful ladies at Catwolf for coming on and doing this interview. It was just great to chat with them and get to know a little bit more about them. But again, they have that unspoken element about them. It's just, it's kind of mysterious and it's very alluring and it really draws you in. And it kind of has that magnetic pulse that really draws you in. So when you check them out at Summit Indie Fest in a couple of weeks on the 30th, it's really going to make sense to you in the long run. But when you're there in person checking out what vibe they have, Oh, God, it's going to do wonders for you. So, again, massive thanks to Ladies of Catwell for coming on to do this interview. Check them out on all the social media sites, as they mentioned. Uh, check out their music on streaming as well, too. Really get to know everything about them, because once you get accustomed to their music, you'll be even more prepared to witness their live set in person. It really is going to be that awesome. Thanks once again for tuning in to the Music Box P Podcast. See you next week.